Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins and I'm honored to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. Hey beautiful soul, welcome back to the Weaving the Wild podcast and happy new year. There is so much energy afoot within this potent portal between the old and new, you know, the the year that has been and the fresh page that 2022 has to offer us. This episode is going live right on the cusp of that portal, right on New Year's Eve. And in it, we're going to be exploring the powerful new moon in Capricorn that's ushering us into the new year, just a couple of days into 2022. But before I dive into the specifics of this moon, I want to just make a little note on the energies as a whole right now and to acknowledge how you're feeling whatever that may be. So right now, as is true at any time, really, we have many different cycles at work. Some are ending, some are beginning, and then we have everything in between. So I'm speaking here from a Southern Hemisphere perspective. We obviously have the end of our calendar year and the start of a new one going into 2022. So that's one example of a cycle that we're experiencing But then we also are at the height of our seasonal year, the halfway point, right? Having just experienced peak summer and the summer solstice. So that energy holds not necessarily a time of new beginnings, but instead kind of witnessing the growth that's already taken place over the last six months. And then on another level, again, we have the astrological year, the wheel of the zodiac, at which we're neither at the beginning or the end. We still have a few months to go before we close this particular cycle and begin afresh with Aries, and that'll be in March. So in that sense, we're kind of edging closer, but it's not necessarily the death and rebirth energy in that regard. And I wanted to just point this out to you because I just want to invite you to feel into where you're at And to actually, to understand and to engage with the energy that's present for you right now, there's no right or wrong here. If you don't feel juiced up on the new year vibes at the moment, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, right? And likewise, say, say you really wish to follow the seasonal cycles and, you know, earthly rhythms. But it, it just so happens that you are feeling super inspired by the mark of a brand new calendar year. That doesn't mean that you're out of alignment with the Earth's rhythms or that you're using your energy wrong either. There are cycles within cycles within cycles. We don't have to pick one cycle and then come hell or high water, just force ourselves to align with it no matter what. The medicine comes and the wisdom flows when you tune into what is present for you right now to witness this particular combination of new moon new year 
Capricorn energy and summer energy all coming together to weave with your energy and to witness what that means for you in this moment. So I just wanted to get that out of the way (laughs) because, you know, I talk a lot about attuning ourselves with the rhythm of the earth and the moon and the womb, but I'll also be talking about the new year and 2022 in this episode. And I believe that we can and, and do have access to it all. I personally find the new year a great time to refocus you know, to, to really clarify and refresh. You can live attuned to the earth and moon and still love the fresh start that a new year offers. And if that's not present for you, if you're not feeling inspired to set your sights on anything new per se, it's still an opportunity to call in your energy, to refocus your energy and use the new year as a prompt to, to reassess where you are and where you're heading. Which is exactly why I think this new moon is going to be particularly powerful and important for each of us in our own ways. So let's get into it. Let's dive into the new moon in Capricorn, which is taking place on Monday, the 3rd of January, 2022 at 5.33am Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. First things first, this is a super new moon that lands right at the beginning of our new calendar year. So being a super new moon, that means the moon herself is super close to the earth. So we're feeling her energy on a greater level. And this heightens not just her gravitational effect on the earth and waters of which we are made, (laughs) but also it intensifies the energy of the moon that we're experiencing. So, Expect to feel the new moon vibes just that little bit more than normal. And then add to this the fact that the moon is birthing in you within those tender first days of the new year. This moon promises to hold some deeply reflective magic, as well as a really powerful opportunity to set our vision for the next 12 months and then to get to work in making it happen. And that is where Capricorn comes in. I don't think you could ask for a better energy or sign in which to begin the year than that of Capricorn energy. And I feel like sometimes it can get a bit of a hard rap, but Cap energy is powerful. And I mean powerful. This is big energy. Capricorn holds immense power. Because it's about two key things that are absolutely essential to our growth, to our evolution, and to living our most authentic lives. It's about our legacy and the mark we wish to leave on the world and the consistent action and devotion, the commitment we're willing to make in order to make it happen. Capricorn is practical. It's rational. It's hardworking and bloody determined. It isn't swayed by rocky terrain or rough weather, right? Just like the sea goat that represents it, it doesn't give up climbing the mountain until it reaches the top. It holds trust and patience and commitment. It knows that one way or another, every step it takes is another step closer to reaching the peak. And slow and steady, can often be just as powerful as one giant leap. 
especially when careful footing is required. And sometimes, you know, we we can rush ahead only to keep tripping over and ending up right back where we started. Capricorn teaches us the potency of time and the benefits of focusing on the task at hand of directing your energy to each small step in order to edge closer to your goal. And in doing so, ensuring that the changes you're making are sustainable, that they integrate and become embedded in your reality rather than burn out quickly. So Capricorn teaches us about discipline and diligence and believes in the small, consistent steps that add up to the greater whole. Now, Capricorn rules the 10th house, which oversees things like our career, our reputation, how we're seen in the world, you know, what we're known for and recognized for. So don't get too caught up in the idea that Capricorn's all about work, in quotation marks. Capricorn does love work. It does. (laughs) No word of a lie. Um, And its energy is often most effectively used when it's channeled through a career. But It is so much bigger and so much deeper than just what you do for a paycheck. Capricorn guides us to walk the path of our true calling, our destiny. And it wholeheartedly wishes to see you create your legacy, to leave your mark on the world that you came here to make. It's about what we're here for, what we're alive on this earth to do, and how we wish to be remembered after we're gone. So this may be associated with your job or it may not. It might take a lifetime to learn and to fully embody. And that's important to acknowledge too, because, you know, much like its ruling planet Saturn, it is in Capricorn's nature to play the long game. You cannot rush your destiny and a legacy must be built. This is the energy that grounds us and directs our focus this new moon. As we enter this new year, Capricorn asks us to consider and to really feel into our truth, our most authentic vision for what we want our life to mean. And then, and this is important, (laughs) to take the steps, no matter how small, to begin bringing that vision into fruition and grounding it into your reality. There is a steadfastness to Capricorn energy. If you haven't picked up yet, it's an earth sign, (laughs) our last earth sign within the zodiac cycle. And as such, it's very much concerned with the practical, tangible, physical world in which we live. So to put it into perspective, prior to shifting into Capricorn season, which is where the sun sits now, We were in Sagittarius season, the sign which invites us to live big and bold and be willing to take a giant leap of faith, you know, to trust that the universe will catch you. And that's wonderful. I love Sagittarius energy. And it's not to say that Capricorn comes along to completely dismiss all the love and faith that Sag instills in our hearts. It's just that Capricorn brings the voice of reason to the table. Sagittarius plants the seed and Capricorn says, okay, it's wonderful to see that you hold this big, bold vision. Now, what are you willing to do to make it happen? Just how deeply do you hold this vision in your heart? How committed are you to this vision and desire? Are you willing to continue on with it when the chips are down and things get rough? And 
in true earthy fashion, it asks, what exactly do you need to do to create this vision? This new moon is a powerful time to consider where you are going. What vision and calling do you hold in your heart for this one wild life of yours? Maybe that feels unclear, or maybe it seems a long way off, if not completely unrealistic. If so, this is a time to lean in further. And it's likely that there are stories that are arising which might be blocking or stemming the flow of your truest, most expansive desires. And we want them to come through. Those desires of yours, the ones that feel too much or too big, too hard, too different, those are your blueprint. They are your signposts working to weave you onto your path of alignment. Those deep desires, the vision that flashes in your heart, if only for a moment, that is your soul speaking to you, working to guide you. And this new moon is a time to really listen. Luckily, we do have some support in doing so. We have the planet Uranus, which is currently retrograde in Taurus, trining our new moon. So this is a really powerful and positive energy that helps us to really shift away from outdated patterns and beliefs. And it's supporting us to release any restrictions and boundaries that we've placed upon ourselves. This is really important because often when we have these big desires in life or we, we wish to really change things up, we end up petering out and playing it safe. You know, we stay still because it feels safe and familiar. And in doing so, we deny ourselves the chance to live up to our true potential. And this is what I mean by those stories that block our desires coming through. Really feel in this new moon and take note of what comes up when you tune into your desires. Are there any beliefs that you've attached to them? What stops you from believing they can manifest? Is it fear? Does it feel like too much work? Is it too hard? Do you believe that you're unworthy? What keeps you playing small? Uranus breaks down anything old and unserving and obsolete, and it helps you to break the mold and to create a new way, right? And Taurus, another earth sign, very much concerned with our tangible physical world, and in particular, our resources, right? In order to kind of create and to live a, a life of beauty and abundance. So this energy coupled with the new moon isn't here to see you write down the same old goal or intention that you pick every single time. It's daring you to set your sights on that vision that seems almost too big, right? To dare to crack open to the possibility that something could be even better than we first imagined. So my invitation to you this new moon is to feel into your intentions, your visions and your callings, write them down and then throw away your first draft. <laughs> throw it away and write it all out anew. And this time asking yourself, how could this be even better, even more expansive? What would make me even happier? and feel even more aligned and satisfied. Feel into what your heart wants, what your soul wants, and don't hold back. And then from there, and this is where half of us get stuck, Capricorn teaches us, once we have that vision, 
that big, bold, long-term vision to take that guiding force and to begin taking the steps each and every day to make it happen. As I said, Capricorn knows that we don't just summon up our legacy on a whim. (laughs) It doesn't just happen willy-nilly. Our legacy is built. It is created by every step we take, every action we make, every word we speak, everything we do. Small actions which make up the sum of our lives. And in a similar way, that big vision that Capricorn is stirring within you with a little help from Uranus need not be something that you know you make happen by next week. Instead, Capricorn invites you to be willing to commit, to demonstrate perseverance and devotion. It reminds us that it's the things we do every day that chip away at that vision. It's our daily habits and routines, right? What we do today creates our tomorrow. And Capricorn teaches us that this has a cumulative effect. That can be a hard pill to swallow sometimes when all we want to do is just dance our way through life, right? I know Capricorn energy can can often come across as quite stern because it needs to be. <laughs> like really, we need this energy. I know I struggled with this energy a lot because it felt like everything that I wanted to reject when I was working at you know, embodying the feminine more in my life. But remember, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So it brings the energy of rationality and reason, of linearity. It's a very linear mindset, boundaries, restrictions. It's it's a masculine energy, right? All of which can be absolutely necessary in order to act as a container and to direct our energy, Otherwise, our energy and our ideas just remain scattered and they'll, they'll dissipate. So while it might seem like Capricorn's asking us to suck the fun out of living our best life at times, it actually holds the capacity to see your deepest, truest potential. I've said this before about Capricorn, but it bears repeating. Capricorn wants you to prioritize your soul path. It wants you to take it fucking seriously. It wants you to stop fluffing around with things that aren't relevant, things that don't contribute to who you really are and what you're capable of achieving. It wants you to commit to the things that are going to lead you closer to aligning with your most authentic self and vision. It wants you to get serious about how intentionally you are living your life. I'm going to repeat that. It wants you to get serious about how intentionally you're living your life. There is nothing that's out of your limits, not under this new moon. There is nothing that you cannot create when you stop denying yourself and begin to do the work to make it happen. But you've got to do the work. So what is your vision, beautiful one? What life do you seek? What do you wish to achieve? What story do you want to tell your grandchildren? It's time to commit. It's time to show up for your whole self. It's time to turn toward your true north, your north star. It's time to make it happen. And in the spirit of Capricorn, (laughs) let's look at some tangible ways that you can do just that under this new moon. Number one is to create conscious habits and daily routines. 
now would be a really powerful time to commit to a habit or a ritual that serves you and that aligns you with your greater vision. In fact, I would highly recommend making it official and committing to it for, say, 30 days. As we've kind of covered already, Capricorn cares not for big grand gestures if it's not going to last right it would rather see what you're willing and able to do each and every day as you slowly but surely build up to real lasting change i would really encourage you to consider your morning routine as well right now how we start the day sets the tone of our day and then in turn that determines how we show up in our lives overall so are you beginning your day in a way that supports you Are you beginning your day in a way that holds the frequency of the life that you're seeking to create? This consistency is also important when it comes to actually bringing your dreams and goals and visions into reality. Like if you dream of writing a book, are you sitting down to write each day? We often get overwhelmed by big goals, so we put off doing them. It's self-sabotaging in effect. So really sit down and think about like what is the smallest step that's achievable for you? Like what is something you can commit to? What if your commitment was to sit down and write for 15 minutes every morning or evening? Like you would be amazed by what you get done in that time. And when you're doing it every single day, your words will add up. It's as simple as that. Eventually, you'll have the length of a book. (laughs) Maybe you want to integrate a meditation practice into your day because you know how good it makes you feel, you know, and that it will support you in becoming the person in your vision. But maybe 20 or 30 minutes isn't something that you can commit to. It's not something you feel ready to commit to. So can you commit to five? You know, five minutes, first thing every morning, just five. And as it becomes your new normal and the habit solidifies, five minutes can easily become 10 minutes and so on. So point number one, now more than ever is a powerful time to set and commit to daily habits and routines that serve you and that align and contribute to your authentic vision. Number two is to spend some time alone, preferably in nature. (laughs) As an earth sign, Capricorn thrives when it's able to connect to nature. It's really important for it to be able to ground deeply. It's also a sign that benefits from spending some time alone. And this can come across as cold or aloof to those around it, but at its core, this is something that Capricorn really needs in order for it to remain anchored in its own truth and to hear its own inner voice. So I'm talking about conscious time alone here not just pulling the blankets up over your head or watching Netflix and blocking out the world right it's not so much about disconnecting as it is about reconnecting to one's inner self living in integrity is very much at the heart of Capricorn energy and that means not only knowing what your values are but actually putting them into practice Capricorn in its highest vibration is deeply connected to its truth. It knows what it stands for, what it believes in. And then this is reflected through its actions, through the decisions that it makes, the steps that it takes, right? Also in what it chooses not to do or not say or not contribute in. Again, this is the mark that we leave upon the world, the legacy 
Living in integrity is everything in the eyes of Capricorn. And yet this can be tough, <laughs> like especially when it's, you know, it's easier to ride the wave and go with the flow of what everyone else is saying or doing. Life is so much easier, in quotation marks, easier to follow the mold, you know, and, and live and act in accordance to the cookie cutter standard that's laid out for us. It's easier not to question things. That's why things like climate change and the environment continue without, you know, any real action. Because while we say we care for the earth and we don't want the ice caps to melt, we continue to vote for politicians who prioritize money over our home. It's why we still fill our bins with plastic that, you know, will long outlive us, which also in one way or another has been taken from the environment for this one single use before being buried away, supposedly out of sight, out of mind. Just just some examples. I'll stop right there because you don't want to get me on a roll. And I'm no angel. I'm not perfect in this regard. But this is the, the stern teachings that Capricorn really brings home to us. What do you value? What do you believe in? And can you distinguish your own values from that of the people and even the culture around you? Can you hear the voice of your inner truth? over the myriad of voices that fuel your life online, in your community, family, etc. What are your values and are you choosing to act according to those values that you hold so dear? Will you choose them even when you feel fear or discomfort? Will you stick with them when the seas get rough? Will you anchor into them? And let them form the foundation upon which you stand and live your life. To do so, it's important to keep connecting and grounding into your truth. To step away enough to to mute all the voices and noise and return to you, your truth. To what you know feels right. And this new moon is a particularly powerful time to do so, to get really clear again, or maybe for the first time ever, who knows, you know, but clear about what is important to you and how you intend to let this information guide you in how you live your life. Number three is to clear the clutter and say no to distractions. So this kind of relates to the first point really around, you know, introducing and incorporating new daily routines and rituals. But just as importantly, right now would be a really great time to clear out anything in your life that's not aligned or authentic to you and the vision that you're working towards. To do a nice big clean sweep. So look at your schedule, right? Your hobbies that no longer light you up, but you still seem to be doing. Things that you've committed to that are completely irrelevant now and feel really draining. It's a time to look at your relationships. Like, are there any circles of friends that just simply don't align with who you are? Are there people who drag you specifically out of alignment with who you want to be? Look at how you spend your day. Like, what do you spend your time doing? What's your average daily screen time on your phone? I'm still horrified at mine, (laughs) but it's important to know and to witness. How often do you pick up that book that you say you want to read, right? And how often are you flicking through Netflix instead? How much time do you spend on the things that really light you up and that positively contribute to your life and vision? Where does your energy leak? 
That is the question. It's time to plug that gap and to set some firm boundaries because your energy does flow. It's always going somewhere. It's just waiting for your direction. My suggestion is to clear out all the clutter and distractions beneath the dark moon so that you then have plenty of space to set those fresh intentions and daily routines and rituals as she sparks into the new moon. Okay, and lastly, number four is to journal on your vision and then identify your action points. I said earlier that our dreams and desires are the signposts which direct us along our soul path. They are the the huge resounding yeses which propel us into further alignment, right? To see us grow and expand and evolve during our time here on earth. So our dreams and desires are the way. They hold all the information and insight. This beautiful Capricorn new moon is offering us a powerful portal just as we enter the new year within which we're supported to really aim high and to set some really potent intentions around what we'd like to achieve this year and, you know, the greater vision that we hold for our life. So under the fertile darkness of this new moon, I invite you to pull out your journal and this particular practice has two distinct steps to it. First, dream. You might even like to lay back and to visualize or daydream for this. Conjure up the vision of your most authentic, expansive, deeply aligned life. So this is, you know, tuning into your ideal day or your perfect day. And allow yourself to get specific. Feel in. Allow your desires to come through fully in their entirety. If you were to tap into the vision of your higher self, the most authentic version of you, what does her reality look like? How does she live? What is her rhythm and her pace? What does her work look like? How much does she earn? Where does she live? What does her home look like? Her relationships? What is sacred in her life? How does she connect to the earth, the divine? the universe, source, right? And don't try to fit her reality into your current one. Don't hold back on writing or including something just because you hold a story that it's not possible or not likely to happen. For her, it already has. So tune in and write out this vision unfiltered. And once you have this vision written down, you can use the details that you channeled as signposts to direct your focus as you craft your intentions and goals and your action plan for the year ahead. Now, it it doesn't mean that you have to take on the entire vision in one hit, especially if your vision looks significantly different (laughs) to the reality that you're living right now. But the beautiful thing is you have all the information that you need to create your most authentic life laid out for you in that vision. Like your vision essentially holds the blueprint of what you need to do to get there. It directs you toward what you need to cultivate by way of, you know, what is present in your vision. And it also tells you what you need to leave behind and let go or detach from. And we learn this by noticing what is decidedly absent in our vision, but which is present in our life right now. 
So take note and as you reflect on your vision, I invite you to highlight the signposts, the key pieces of information which require action in order to call it in. Then for each one, ask yourself, what is the first step that I can take toward that direction? So maybe when you envision what you do for work in your vision, you see yourself selling products. So we highlight that. That is a key signpost. You are a product maker of some sort. And then maybe your first step is playing around with prototypes, or maybe it's buying the raw materials. Maybe it's setting up a website. As another example, maybe you dream of running women's circles. So your first step might be to reach out to some close friends and just ask them if they'd be interested in gathering with you on the next full moon. That is exactly what I did when I first started anything like I'm doing now. That was my very first step. Or maybe you felt really deeply connected to the earth and to nature in your vision. So what did that look like? And how can you make it a daily practice to connect to Mother Earth? So tune into that expansive vision of yours, the reality that your higher self resides in and use those details as your blueprint to hone in on what changes you need to make and what intentions you wish to set for the year ahead. Okay, wowee, this feels like it's been a big one. It feels like I've done a lot of talking. Let me just recap those points because I feel like there was a lot in there. So number one, is commit to daily habits and routines that serve you and your vision. Number two was spend time with yourself to anchor into your own truth and values. Number three was clear the clutter and distractions where your energy leaks. And number four was write out your ideal day or dream vision and then highlight the signposts in order to hone in and craft soul-serving intentions and goals for the year ahead. Ah, this is such a juicy time. Like I said, whether you feel inspired for the new year or not, It's such a powerful opportunity right now to tap into your vision, your authentic truth, and to get clear. That is what this energy is coming in really strongly to to encourage us to do, to assess where you're at and what direction you're moving in and to redirect if you need to. It's also a time to really reconnect to your deep inner authority and values and to hold yourself accountable you know, to commit or maybe recommit to the things that matter most to you and to sharpen up in any areas where you might have drifted, particularly at this time of year. It's very easy to do so. Capricorn wants you to succeed. It wants you to be able to look up and see that big, glorious vision and picture and then put your head down and do the work. More than anything, Capricorn wants us to get out of our own heads and start doing to start living and acting and being the vision that we hold, to own it, to work towards it as an act of devotion, both to yourself and to the legacy which you will leave behind for those after you. Like what a powerful gift and energy to weave and spin this new moon as we enter 2022. 
I hope that this episode has been helpful for you, gorgeous heart. Before I go, I would love to invite you to a really beautiful little gathering that I'm holding online on January the 6th to welcome in the new year. It's called Anchor Within. And whether you feel clear and inspired or like blah and confused, I crafted this ceremony to help you open and connect and attune to your desires, no matter how small or how grand. So we'll cover the energies present in 2022, kind of astrological energies and whatnot. Uh, The ceremony also includes the most beautiful guided womb embodiment practice to bring you into your body and to strengthen your heart-womb connection. My intention is to help you anchor into 2022 from a place of deep love, trust and expansiveness and I would love for you to be there and to share this space together the link to sign up is in the show notes or you can go to my website rachelhodgins.com and the link is super obvious there at the top of the page and on that note I hope you have a beautiful new year and that you slide on into 2022 with ease grace clarity and lots of hope and optimism for the year ahead And if you feel called to share the love, please screenshot and share this episode and be sure to tag me as well. That would be the most lovely gift to me and the show. And, you know, it honestly means so much um, and helps, helps other people find the show as well. I'm sending you so much love. I'm honestly, I'm so thankful that you're here and sharing this space with me. And I'm so grateful for all of the support that you have shared this year. There's no words, honestly, and I'm so excited for what 2022 has to bring. Have a beautiful new moon, lovely, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country, and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present. 